Yo, 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 yo. Ha ha. Yeah. How you doing? You have now entered Squared Circle 101. And we are here to talk about the sweet science. You got your man, Sunny Ill, Mr. Pinky Ray Shining. Now, my man with you, with me today, he's not British and he's not a journalist. Somehow offered a job by the BBC. My man, Shooter. <laughs> How are you feeling today, my man? <laughs> oh, I hate you. Oh, I love it. I love you. I love Yo, you. Yo, you can hit us up at facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Twitter at Talking Smack 101 or at Gmail. Squared Circle 101. That's where you find us. That's how you get a hold of us and download the app. It's available in iTunes, App Store, Google Play, and we're on every podcast outlet out there. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, any one of them you can find us because we're everywhere. We're worldwide. That's how we're doing it. And we're here to discuss the sweet science. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. Are you, you like that one? You like the little introduction? Yeah, I, I, I see what you did there, man. I'm, like all, I'm always a fan of those. And then it's... If you guys don't know, we don't do a heads up on this. A lot of this stuff is freestyle. We don't talk to each other. Talk so whatever he, so whatever he comes up with is basic. I don't know nothing about it. So it's always charming and it's great to hear, man. I love you for that. I'm, I appreciate that. I love what we're doing. And today we got another good show, as always, with some good segments we're going to go into. Are we ever going to really stop saying we're going to have a really good show? Because I honestly feel like we always produce something that's going to be, you know, pretty relevant to all the things. You know, Don't believe just, your own press clippings. And that's how we stay motivated. That's how we keep moving. Now, before you make me feel great, let's feel a little better and give a shout out to IAMRCF.com. This is CrossFit. If you're in Western Washington and you want to feel better, then do it with the best in Western Washington by King 5 and Evening Mag- Magazine. These are the guys to go to. You go to the website, you find your location, you click on it, and you call the number, and they'll give you a two-week free trial if you tell them Squared Circle 101 sent you. Make sure you do it. Do something better for yourself. I got my man Shooter scheduled to go. He's about to feel it. I did it for a year. It's no joke. Uh, but you're going to find out. They support the show. We support them. So let's show them some love. What you got for me? Yeah, so, um, oh, man, you kind of caught me off guard. I wasn't even prepared. I've been a little out of here. Uh, saw, something, saw something the other day, kind of like, uh, to be, to do anything great, you got to really get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm. You got to get confident in being uncertain. You don't give up just because something is hard. Pushing through challenges is what makes you grow. And that's kind of compound on what we said last last week. Anything not grown is dead. But pushing through challenges is what makes you grow. So it's always going to get harder before it gets any easier, man. And you got to appreciate times like this for it to get better, man. It's, uh, I feel like that's a quote you should tell every 16-year-old boy out there who's trying to get some. <laughs> I don't know why that comes in my head because that's some motivational stuff out there and I feel like you just gave away the last six weeks of quotes because that was a good one my man I like it a lot it made me feel good and I hope that joke made you feel better give me give me the segment one more time what's the title of this show pushing through challenges is what makes you grow that's a good one I liked it a lot and what we got coming up here for you is some local love we got a man in here who's from out here in Washington. Yep. Western Washington. Man doing out, his thing. Man out from Seattle, man. It was a 
I, uh, I take personal pride in everybody that I come in contact with just for the simple fact that I always show love to everybody. So uh, shout out to my man Jermaine at Epic Records, man. Uh, I've been rocking with my dude for quite a long time, and he actually introduced me to this, uh, this man who we're interviewing. And uh, I've actually seen this dude fight a few times actually before we got to interview him, but it was just the fact that we have mutual friends, man. And this is Zach Cooper out of Seattle, man. Uh, young up-and-comer, man, with a lot of talent, man. So you guys make sure you look out for the future. He always, majority of his fights are at the Emerald Queen Casino in Tacoma, Washington. So you can always catch him there, buy your tickets there, and make sure you support, man. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's out here listening, man, support that man, Zach and Cooper. Those of you who listen who ain't out here in Washington, come to Seattle. You heard what's legal out here. Come enjoy it. Come have fun with us. You will be entertained. This is your Power Hour Pure Entertainment. Now, this is our first time we ever had a phone interview, so I apologize for the any any sounds you might disagree with. No, we ain't, apolo we ain't apologizing for nothing, man. This man is at work. He got a fight next Friday, which is January 20th, and he's in training camp in Vegas right now trying to put in work, though. So the fact that he even took time out of his day to even, even you know, talk to, to us. even talk to us, man, when he got a fight uh week away man I, I appreciate that and just like you'll hear it in the interview man so enjoy it right now and you'll love it and we'll be back to you hello what's good my dude what's good what's good what's happening man nothing man nothing man just over here trying to get this uh this work done man to try to catch you before i know you get into camp man because i know you less than a week away man Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, shit, a week, about eight days, actually. Yeah, exactly. So, man, how you doing, man? How's camp going? Man, I feel good, man. I'm blessed, man. I'm feeling, you know what I'm saying, just another day, another dollar. Getting ready to take care of business and handle with other body. All right, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you, man, and I appreciate Jermaine for uh, getting us in contact, man, because i actually seen a couple of your fights, and then uh, I wanted to... Uh, I, I appreciate you for doing this, man, for taking time out of your busy schedule. No, 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 it's not a problem. It's not a problem at all, man. My pleasure. Yeah, man. I wish you. I wish you was actually here, man, because I wanted to see you face to face and actually meet up. But uh, we should be there. Uh, me and my co-host, man, we should be there uh, next Friday, man, and watch you in action. Okay, for sure. Hey, I look yo, forward to it. So my co-host over here, man, is Sunny Ill, man. Sunny Ill, man. This is Zach Cooper. How you doing, Zach? Hey, what's up, man? How you? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Now, the first time I, I believe I ever heard of Zach Cooper, I was at work at South Center Mall, and a buddy of mine, his name is Mike Roth, and you came into the store. And he, yeah. He was like, yeah, that guy right there, he's an up-and-coming fighter. He's turning pro, or just turned pro, and he and he was talking about your amateur career and who to look out right. for. And that's the first my first encounter ever seeing and hearing your name. And then I started seeing your little buzz around town, and I remember telling my boy Shoot about it. And now here we are talking to you today, and I appreciate the time you give us. No doubt, man. Yo, the crazy thing is, uh, what a lot of people don't know is me and Mike Roth used to work together, man. That was one of my, you know what I'm saying? We used to work at, uh, T-Mobile together. Hey, man. That was, was the so next question funny. I was going to ask. Because <laughs> we were just talking That's about that before we even got you online. That's a small world, man. Small world. But now let's, let's get okay. back to my man Cooper here. Now, we got a lot of oh, questions. I'm gonna go ahead and ask you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah, man. Uh, now, what you say? Go ahead. Now we just want to get back to you here. Let's talk about this. Now, my man Shooter got a lot of questions. You want to ask you? Yeah, I know you're kind of busy, man. So we're gonna keep it real tight and neat for you, man. So no, 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 no. No, it was cool. We was just checking on what's going on. Uh, 
gym right now, just checking to see what's going on first. We good. We got time. What's going on? All right, good, man. So, man, who for, who or what got you into boxing, man? What first got you go, going on? Well, I've been in it, you know what I mean, for, uh, for a while. Um, I had been getting into a lot of fights when I was younger. <laughs> and um but the thing about it was is that you know my mom she didn't want me to box my stepdad was like yo i don't care man shit you know yeah. go on ahead and do your thing but uh so i actually shied away from it i played uh basketball and i played football but i always trained i always was taught you know what i'm saying how to move your head how to throw this this is a jab this is your right hand etc etc and so then as i started getting uh as I started getting older, once I graduated uh, college, man, I mean, let's do 100. I mean, I had a job. I was working at a, I was working at a law firm. I graduated with a with a law uh, with a bachelor's degree in uh, law and justice with a minor in legal studies. But you know, it just wasn't it wasn't me. I thought it was supposed to be like law and order, special victims unit and stuff. And it, <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. And, you know, and so then I started doing a couple of odd jobs around town, and then, you know, my pockets started hurting because, you know, it wasn't too much money going around, and so uh, I said, man, forget it, man, I'm a, I'm a box. I said, I'm going I'm to do this box, you know, and, you know, you make a lot of sacrifices when you when you have to box. You know, I, my kid, my, my, my son was just born at the time, um, and... I said, well, you know, I gotta get up. I said, I gotta get up and I gotta make my way down to Vegas because, you know, you know, me and my kid's mom, we wasn't together, but I was like, I gotta make my way down to Vegas because, you know, if, if, if I want to eat, you know, I gotta eat, you know, and I want, and I want to make sure they're able to have some, uh, have some food in their stomach and being able to be taken care of and everything like that. And, you know, I packed up and, and, and moved down. You know, so is that where your is that where your camp is? Is that where you whenever you get prepared for your fights, man? Is that where you at? You in Vegas training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm in when I'm in camp, I'm in Vegas. Nice, nice. How often do you go back and forth between uh, Tacoma and Vegas to just watch it in general? Um, from Seattle and uh, Vegas. Uh, you know what? Uh, I was down here a lot. And then when my then when my stepdad passed away, I went back to make sure my mom was straight. And then um, so I've been in Seattle for a little bit. But when I go to camp, I take a full month, a full month, month and a half, and I, I come down to Vegas and I and I lock in, lock in and take care of business. That's right. Focus. All right, got you, man. All right, so my uh, co-host, man, he said he saw you at work. Now the first time I saw you, man was against William Fernandez, man, which was over a little over a year ago. Actually coming up on a year right, right now, man. And I actually saw you right. actually saw you win that. And actually my when I was on my way to that fight, um our mutual friend Jermaine was telling me about you and it just so happened you you was on a fight card, man. And so I got to see you I got to see you win that fight, man. That majority decision, man. And then I Oh man, it shouldn't have been a majority decision, man. I beat his ass, man. <laughs> no, you did. Oh, I'll be mad really about did. that, man. You really did. You handled him uh but your W's a W, man. You still got that. Now right. the next fighter you uh you fought you lost to uh, Andre Reyes, which I don't even right. think was in your class. I thought you was a better I thought you was a better fighter. What what happened in that fight? Well the thing about it is is what a lot of people don't know is uh you know, I, I drained myself that fight. I, I killed myself on the scale. The only time I've ever lost, I beat myself in the yeah. sense that I've lost on the scale. 
Uh-huh. You know, and um, common thing in boxing. Put it like this: the weight limit was one forty-eight. I was like, all right, we'll, we'll go at one forty-eight. The thing about it was, my scale was broke, so I came in so low. I was like one forty-five. I had to eat just to make just to make one forty-six at weighing. You know, um, but you know, no, 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 not taking nothing away from. Andre Reyes, you know, he's a hell of a fighter. You know, he that night he was the better man, you know. Hopefully again we'll meet up, you know. I mean, I've been one, I've been asking, hey, yo, nigga, we got to run this shit back. We got to run this back. Um, hopefully again down the line, you know, we'll meet up and uh, we can fight again. And, you know, at that time it'll definitely be different. It'll definitely be different. Because even with me, when I was dehydrated, I, I felt when I hit him I was hurting him. You know, at times, but I just, I just couldn't move. I, my, I, my legs couldn't move. My body couldn't move. You were drinking. You know, but yeah, it was, it was, that was it for me. After, honestly, to be real with you, after that fight, to be honest, I slept for the next five days. My mom thought, my mom thought something was the matter with me because I, I was sleeping so much. And I was like, nah, I'm just exhausted. Like, I am just dead to the world. I, I took so much out of me to make that weight that it, it hurt. There was there were days that I didn't eat anything at all, you know, and I still came in too low, which which sucked. So um, now, with your, it was, it was an, with this the, that experience, have you changed made any changes in your camp as far as with your nutrition and the way that you do eat to make sure that the weight doesn't become an issue again? Uh yeah, yeah. Well, I train with Victor Conte and Mike Basil. They're uh, and Snack. They're my uh, huh? That's a good name drop right there, Victor Conte. Great story. Uh, yeah, Victor Conte, Victor Conte, Mike Bass, uh, Mike Bass, they're my, uh, my streaming conditioning as well as my nutrition, uh, people. And to be honest with you, you know, since I've been listening to them and doing everything the way they have, there'll be times when I'm worried, like, oh my gosh, am I going to make this weight? And, and Mike and Vic will be like, don't worry, it's going to come off. And then it just comes off. And I'm best straight. Quote and, uh, was from Victor Conte. He always he said uh, when he got caught up with all that Balco, it was like if it ain't fun, it ain't worth it. And that's one of the things yeah. that bring us here today with me and Shooter is that this is one of the funnest things that we do. We love the sweet science and just boxing in general. I'm I'm born and raised from Las Vegas, you know. So I right. I, I I know exactly. And it's good to hear that you're there to put in work and not there for play right. with other people. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, man. When I'm down here, man, it's all business. The reason why. I like it is because, one, you can have your little issues. You can have your little girl issues. You can have, you know, your, your people issues and stuff like that and stuff like that every now and then. But when you're in camp, you're fully focused. Of course, you have your little drama like, oh, girl, who's your also? Who's this? You know, something every now and then. But for the, <laughs> but for the most part, for the most part, man, it's, it's cool. I'm focused. Uh, if I'm not at the gym, I'm at the house. If I'm not at the house, I'm running. If I'm not running, I'm at the store. If I'm not that, you know. The, the most I take out for myself is most I take out time for myself is I'll go to the movies or something like that and just relax my mind. But for everything else though, and I'm 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 fully locked in. I mean, I used to live in Vegas, so to be honest with you, the strip's not a big a big thing for me. Once you live down in Vegas, you don't really. Go. That's when you know you're huh? a local. When you can say that about Vegas, you're officially a local. When you're like, ah, I'm yeah, exactly. the strip. yeah, like yeah, you know. I don't really do the strip and that shit. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Uh, no, okay. So, 
when I'm in the strip, I mean, I, I don't mean I don't even go to the strip when I'm here. I just okay, no problem. You taking off? Okay, okay, no problem. But I, um, yeah, when it's yeah, when you live here, man, you you don't even really care about the strip. Everything that I do is really just chill at the house, or I'll go to the palms and I'll watch. Like I like the most I'll do is I'll go to the casinos and watch a game. On the on the big screen, yep. you know what I'm saying, and 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 I'll go to the movies. Besides that, though, man, I'm focused. I'm fully locked in the box, and I'm fully in the going to war, you know. So when I go back to Seattle or wherever I gotta go, my mind frame is just straight war. Like I I don't like like and and the cold part about it is is people don't really understand it that the closer you get to the fight, the angry you get in the sense in your mind. Like my mind is like fuck. If I can shoot this motherfucker, I mean, if I can shoot this dude, I'll shoot him. You know, if I can, I mean, at all ends of the day, there's nothing that's going to stop me from winning this fight. You know, and, um, but after the fight, you know, my mind completely changes. I'm, you know, I go back to being a nice guy and I love the dude because not everybody that you fight is your enemy and not everybody that says that your friend, says that, uh, says that they're your friend is truly your friend, you know. So I like that mindset going in. Talk about the respect you have for fighters after after you have to change your mindset from going to war. Oh, um, I respect anybody that 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 is in a combat sport, whether it's UFC, whether it's Bellator, internet, whatever, boxing. You know, uh, I respect any of my. I respect any and all of my opponents. The only time you get the disrespect out of me is when you disrespect me first. You call me out and say my name, you say all these things about me, and stuff like that. Then that's it. That gravitates to a different situation. Then I try to beat you and I talk, and I talk shit after. But besides that, you know, uh, I'm very, I'm very cordial, I'm very nice when it comes to it. You know, I show off out of respect because anytime a man is willing to step in the ring with you and stand toe to toe and throw punches to see who's the better man at the time, you know, you gotta respect it. You gotta respect them. Now that this, this is a sport that, you know, that mothers fear, um, that'll make, that'll make a mother, uh, make a mother fearful and make a damn proud. You know, and that's, and that's really what it's all about. You have to respect any man in their bond to, to put his health on the line for the entertainment of people. Yeah, I got you, man. Hey, I want to get back. I want to get back to. So after you and you're talking about how your camp, man, you're focused you on that. So after your loss, man, you came back your next fight, man. You uh, you fought in Olympia and you knocked. You got a KO. You got a KO victory. Right. And then after that, you had a split decision victory, which I wasn't able to go because that was the same day that Andre Ward fought, and we talked about that. Uh, we talked about that, and I needed to see that fight. But you know, you're on. You're of course you're on the right track. So you came back with uh, two wins assuming you beat this guy Nate Serrano on uh, this upcoming uh, next Friday oh it's, it's one yeah it's, it's this, like, fight, this, so, this, this fight's one so so, uh, so you beat this guy what is what do you see in your foreseeable future what's next what's the next stepping stone for you man are you going to continue to fight at Emerald Queen are you going are you looking at other venues or well okay so this uh, first thing first that wasn't a split decision Honestly, to be real with you, I, I continue to hold tape. That should have been a 4-0 unanimous decision or 3-1 unanimous decision. He just got beat down. It, that was probably one of the, 
honestly, from what everybody told me, that was the best fight they've ever seen me fight because he has said my name a few times. I said, hey, oh, man, don't say my name unless you really want to go to the confrontation to really box, you know? And then he said, something, 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 I'm going to beat you. I don't care if you're there or your kids are there. And that right there is my trigger. Right yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as he said my kids, I, I said flat out, well, nigga, where you at? Call, I come meet you with the fight right now. You know what I'm saying? We ain't even got to wait for it. Because once you say anything that has to do with anything with my family, now I got to Outside of yourself. Outside of yourself. No yeah. Yeah. You. You can you just you can say anything you want about me, but as soon as you bring uh don't don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I like even when it comes to the internet, when people say stuff on the internet about me, like I'll read the comments and I'll read like on interviews like with Ellie Segback or Fight Hype, I'll read the stuff people say and I'll be like, Yo, that that was pretty clever. That was that was pretty funny. I'm gonna give them that. You know. <laughs> but the moment but the moment you say something about my kids, man, I I, I gotta see so I I, I Thoroughly booked his ass. Was, that was bad. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, that, that was bad. I remember telling him in the ring, like, yo, you might die in here tonight, boy. Like, you know who I am. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Um, but, uh, you know, after this fight, uh, I've, I've sat down, I've talked to, uh, I've already talked to a few promoters, but just like I told Floyd, um, plain simple, I don't, I don't care to, be on the team, start sending me some of your fighters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put them in there with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to take, I want, I want some of the ones that got, I want some of the dogs that got names, some of the new guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I'm just going to leave it up to, to the right opportunity that comes about. And if the right opportunity comes about, then we're going to take that opportunity. And, uh, you know, we're gonna fight. I, I would like to fight out in the UK, or I would like to fight in uh, out in Europe, or I would like to fight in you know other venues and stuff like that. But it just all has to be the right fight because you know how if anything you know about boxing, boxing is a business. No longer just a fighter; it's a business. Yeah. So one of the thing, one of the things I want to know, man, once you do get that notoriety and you start getting those uh, named fighters, man, are you going to be one of the more old school fighters that are going to take on all comers, man? Or are you going to hold off and wait and make sure the money's right? I know because I know it is a business. You got to protect yourself. And actually, what's yeah. funny is Mayweather was actually on uh, ESPN this morning talking about it, how he wants the best for all the fighters and whatever and make sure they get paid, make sure that you guys are. Uh, provided adequate funds, you know, for your hard work and your dedication for what you do. But at the same time, you do miss, you know, as a, as a lover of the sport and as a fan, you, you want to always see the best fights. And especially being a competitor, oh. do you always want yeah. the best fight at all times? Well, no, I won't lie, man. As a boxing fan, as a boxing fan, I want to see anyone fight everyone. I, you know, as a fan, I would have loved to see Floyd. As, as a as a fan, I would have loved to see uh, Floyd fight Amir Khan. I would have loved to see Triple G fight Andre Ward. I would have loved to fight. I, I would have loved to fight. I mean, I would have loved to watch see a lot of fights. But truth be told, you know, um, it's a business, man. We don't we don't get a four hundred one k plan. Yeah. We don't get a, a retirement plan. You know, you can be. Someone like Emmanuel Augustus be world champion, make millions of dollars, and now be bagging groceries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, 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 
so you have to do what works right for this family. Yeah, what's best for you? Because if something happens with me, or you know, I fall on hard times. So who's gonna pay? Who's gonna pay my rent? Who's gonna pay for my kids to get to school? Who's gonna do that? You know, I got, I got to do that. So I got to look. I got to worry about what's best for me. You know, what, what, what businesses I can open for me for in the long run and stuff like that, and what money's gonna get me there in order to make that type, uh, make those type of investments. Because if I go and I say, all right, I'm gonna fight this other guy that has the same record as me, and you know what I'm saying it's gonna be a great fight, and we're only gonna get two thousand dollars worth. What for? What for? You know, you want to fight, you can, or you can, or they say, hey, we got this guy that you can fight. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have as good a record as you, et cetera, et cetera. But we'll give you, we'll give you triple what you were gonna make because we want to build you for later on down the line. Yeah, you can yeah, take that fight. Exactly. Wouldn't. Uh, it, why? Why wouldn't you? That that's just smart and yeah. common sense. Yeah. What do you? It's, it's, it's the, but, but what do you? What do you? Not saying that you're not. What do you think you need to work on to become become a more complete fighter? Everything. I've, I've, everything. I've never. I, I'm played basketball and I played football. And I remember in basketball, I remember Kobe Bryant said, "No matter what, all my all my days, all my training, everything. You know, what I'm saying is I've always learned more. You know, I've always felt like I've learned more, and that's with me. I always want to learn. I feel like." Everything that I can work on. If uh, I'm already a good inside fighter, I want to be a better inside fighter. I can already box. I want to be a better boxer. I love that I'm answer. already combined. I love that answer. I that can box right left handed a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You got to continue to learn. You know, it's like um, in life, you, you have to evolve. So in sports and boxing, you got to want to evolve. You no, know? I, and I feel like that with anything. If you want to be, if you want to be the best boxer, the best basketball player, hell, even the best rock thrower. You know what I'm saying? You gotta work on. It. You gotta work on it. You know, and and nothing's gonna be given to you easy. Nothing is it. Nothing has ever been given to me. Hold on, real quick. Hold on. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Um, you gotta want to be the best in whatever you want to do. You gotta work hard at it. You gotta believe in yourself. Yeah. There's, there's no room for doubt. You gotta be. You gotta be a master at your craft. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You got to want it. You know what I'm saying? I, I want this. I want this as bad as I breathe. Yeah. I want this. I want this more than anything. So I got to continue to work hard, continue to learn. Uh, and that's what a lot of people don't realize. I hop in there with bigger fighters. I hop in there with smaller fighters so I can learn. I When I sit back and I watch Floyd, when I sit back and I watch Badu, when I sit back and I watch whoever, I sit back and I, and I, and I be a sponge. I sit back and I watch. Oh, this is how he moves. Oh, this is where he can throw. Oh, this is how he does that. When I watch Canelo, I'm like, oh, he throws this combo when he's going like this. He slides this way, he slides that way. You know, when it comes to Lomachenko, I, I, I try to watch everybody on what they do and how they do it in order to make me a better fighter, to make me a more complete fighter. Oh, I can bounce a little bit more. Oh, I can bounce a little bit more on it. What's really funny about that, man, is one of the questions I had to ask for you because we talked a couple of weeks ago and you talked about how uh, you trained with Andre Ward also. Yeah. Yeah, and then so, like, that's that's my favorite fighter as of right now. 
That's my favorite fighter. And so you training with him, man, since Floyd left, he's probably like the smartest fighter in the ring, man. What have you learned from guys like that? Dre is is very, very, very smart. Floyd is very, very, very smart. The thing that you can learn about them is this. It's simple. Um, Plain and simple. When... When Floyd or when Andre Ward, they fight or they spar, they'll give you those first two rounds. And what and what you don't realize what they're doing is they're it's like a you computer. Out. Yep. Yeah, it's like a computer. They're just locking away information. Okay, he moves like this. He moves like that. He get ready to throw. When he throws, you know what I'm saying, he twitches. He does this. His shoulder does this. And after a while, you're able to pick that off. You're able to figure that out. That makes fight better for in the long run. So I got you know, two, when I get closer, I got when questions. I get closer to fight time, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I got two questions on that one. Just, just, just what you just said here. What do you think the computer thought when he got knocked down in the second round? And as a fan, who do you think won the fight with Kovalev and Ward? <laughs> okay. You want, you want my true opinion. On, on, All right. Um, when, 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 when Dre got dropped, I think Dre's mind was, ha. This month, this guy actually hit me. He actually dropped. All right, he has power. I, I stepped into it the wrong way, but guess what? And this is what he thinks as a, as a fighter. Guess what? He hit me with his best shot that he can hit me with in the beginning of the fight when he is his freshest. And he didn't, and he didn't knock me out. And he was like, I'm, he was like, I'm going to, I'm going to pick him apart. And as you see, he started to easily start to pick, Pick uh, Kovalev apart. I I think, in my personal opinion, I think that Andre Ward won by one or two rounds. Okay. My personal opinion, because because from the fifth round on, especially, he swept pretty much every round. And there was rounds like round ten, round nine. Kovalev was gassed out because he'd never been he had never been to those waters for a while. Yeah, you know, and Dre and Dre has been there. You know, and what and what did Dre do? Dre said, okay, well, he boxes like European. So I'm gonna swipe him this way, jab this way, jab in and out, lunge. He he wasn't nearly the athlete that Andre Ward was. So what Andre Ward did was he just out athleticized him and then outboxed him, and that's what frustrated Kovalev. And if they fight again, I think Andre Ward beats him even worse. Man, you just went into you just went into my next question, man. So. Me, a couple of episodes, like the last couple of episodes, we've touched on the subject, man, where Andre Ward is considering retirement. I hope that is not true. Just for a simple fact that I, I think the sport needs him. As much as I love Floyd, I thought he held the sport hostage because everybody wanted him. So it didn't force everybody to fight each other. That was necessary because they wanted right. him as a cash cow. But right. I, he has to, what do you think his stance is on this? He has to take this rematch. I, now, like, I don't see, you can't retire oh. without this. Now, granted, he's in control. Oh. He is the A side fighter. So he makes the decisions and he's in a position of power. But come on, man. You, you, you tell me what you think. My, my, my thought is Andre Ward has, what, 31 wins? Yep, no yep. losses. Andre Ward can walk away and be fine. He has beautiful kids. He has beautiful family. You know, he, he don't gotta be in this forever. He's a made smart he investment. Answer. He doesn't ha- we know he doesn't have to be. We know he doesn't have to be. I need, I need Zach Cooper the now, man to answer this one. Now, 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 if you need the Zach Cooper answer, I would love to see Dre going and, and, and clear out the 75 division and then call it a day. 
Okay. I would like I would love I would love to see Drake call, uh clear out the seventy five division and then call it a day. Because what is it? You leave the Kovalev fight, you make Kovalev wait now. You sit there, you make that motherfucker wait. And then what do you do? You say, All right, I want a Donna Stevens. Adonis Stevenson, you take Adonis Stevenson, you beat him, you take his belt. Then you say, all right, I want whoever this, that, and this, et cetera, et cetera. Now you have all the belts up there. You get a little bit more money, and you walk away. You don't have to worry about anything else in the game. Okay. All and, right, man. I- and, then what, and then what did they say? They say you beat the 68 division, and then you cleared out the 75 division. And if you really wanted to, he could go to cruiserweight. But nah, man, he he he's fine. No need to cruiserweight. Okay, I, I okay, I understand. I understand that. So you don't. So you make him wait. You don't go back to Kovalev. Nah, you make him wait like until you make him wait until he's so that's frustrated. Actually, that's a very now, smart move. Now, then if it puts you, you clear, in big control. Yeah, if you now if he clears up the vision, I that's probably the first time I heard of that, man. So I definitely see that. I like that. Who's your favorite fighter right yeah. now? My favorite fighter? Second favorite fi- fighter, assuming Zach Cooper is your favorite fighter. Who's your, who, um, who do you like? You know what? Me, I'm not a big fan of, of a lot of people that are at the top. I'm more of a fan of, I'm more of a fan of, uh, the oh, fighters that are coming up. No, I get it. Like, yeah. one of my favorite fighters is, I like Caleb Plant, Sweet Hands Plant. He's oh, Caleb. Player. Caleb Plant, yeah. Yeah, Caleb can fight. You know what I'm saying? Um, you, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of all upcoming fighters. I'm a fan of, of, of Lonnie B. Thompson. I'm a fan of Earl Spence. I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of, uh, Thomas Hill. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that's, anybody that's on their way up and they're doing their thing. Got you. And doing their thing. You know, I'm, I'm supporting them. You know, I know. and hopefully, and hopefully. Before we let you get back to camp, I just want to reiterate that uh, my man here is going to be fighting next Friday on the 20th at the Emerald Queen Casino. So if you're in Western Washington, listen to it, cheer for him. Uh, we're going to be there cheering for you. Hope maybe we'll be able to catch you after the fight just to say what's up. Okay, for sure. Now, now that we are definitely a fan of the sport, we're a fan of you. We appreciate the time. Uh, when can we get you, next time you're in Washington, can we get you to come in and sit with us for a whole show just to kind of talk yeah. and help you be yeah, I get, I get, to us? Yeah, I get back Friday. I know, Sunday. Um, and yeah, we definitely can. We definitely can. I, I look forward to that, but it'll have to be after my fight because right now I'm so focused and locked in. Oh man, we want you know, I, I'm, 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 more then. All right. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to have any distractions before that. Nah. But yeah. No problem, champ. Hey, yo, man, we're going to let you get back to your uh, training, man. Hey, I'm going to see you in a week. Good luck to you, man. Make sure you stay focused, man. You already know, man. Do your thing out there, man. Yeah, I got a text from you, know Mike it. Roth. He told me to tell you what's up, too. Tell him I said what's up, man. Tell him I said what's up. All right, my man. We'll, we'll talk to you when you're back in town, man. Good luck this Friday, next uh, Friday. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, boss. Peace. Yo, that was another one. Great interview, and, and as you notice now, when we talk to people, we're not so black and white, cut and dry. We bring the personality out of them. They talk to us like everybody else. It's not just like how, what, when, where, why. We get we get it going. It's nice and smooth. What'd you think? I think it was lovely, man. It's uh, I always 
always like hearing stuff from a fighter's perspective, just for the simple fact that there's a lot of people who are analysts. I mean, just like me and you, man, we're, we're mm -hmm. students, man. We study this and we watch it, but at the same time, man, it's nothing. I like the fact that how when we talked about the Andre Ward and the Mayweather, they give you the first couple rounds and they're like a computer. They're just downloading all the information for you. Know, like hey, that. hey, but that's exactly what, if, especially if you get those because it is a long haul thing. Mm -hmm. So it was always uh, it's always great to hear somebody. I like I like when he gave the perspective of what Andre Ward was thinking in his head when he got popped. Yeah, and that made so much sense when you hear it from that angle. And that's because that's that's the boxer's perspective, mm -hmm. and he gave us that fan's perspective. Two. I also like how things are full circle. Like that's your man. You met him through your boy Jermaine. Yeah. Who I used to work with and know. Yeah. And then my first experience with Zach Cooper was with a dude I work with and know. That is hilarious, man. That's how we always say, man. This is meant to be. <laughs> this is meant to be, man. Like you can't, uh, you can't get any more serendipitous or whatever you would say like that. That's a good stuff one. Stuff like that. That's how it goes down. I hope, as you're my muse, and I hope that I'm your muse for inspiration. I hope we could be yours too to inspire you to tell somebody else about this and the sweet science. This is Squared Circle 101. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Hit us up on Twitter. Give us some feedback. Talk it smack 101 and talk some smack maybe because I'm ready to call everybody out. I'm trying to tell everybody I'm tired of the haters. Witness as we talk our way to the top because we will get there and i'm also part of it or not. and i'm also still trying to get a hold of this social media thing so too i'm a, I'm a little bit more active on the snapchat so you always know we're gonna be at the fights next week so uh you want to say shooter underscore sc 101 you know that's on snapchat also we got instagram um four slash squared circle 101 yeah that's and, out there yeah. if we haven't we haven't hit live yet on there we're a little behind on there or but, are we building the suspense i don't know I don't know. But, you might have to figure it out. But either way, you know, follow, get, get in touch with us, man. We always out there too. So we, we love appreciate feedback. feedback. We appreciate feedback more than anything. We got a couple other things in the works because we're starting to notice that we're getting a, a pretty big following. We got a buzz. If you didn't know, you know today because we got a buzz going. So let's Be, acknowledge. Speaking of, speaking of that buzz, man, I want to give a shout out to Jake Fall. Who? Fall. Fall, Fall, I don't know, um, but this cat, he's been listening to us for quite some time now, and he's a dedicated listener, too, so, and just like I said, man, we we notice these things, man, so we appreciate each and every single one of you guys, man. Jake, if you listen because you're a fan, or if you listen to talk smack about us later, it's okay with me, because you're still listening, even if you're telling us, hey, don't listen to this, and they might listen just so you can talk smack later. If you got any jokes, let me know, because I'm always liking the funny. You got something to say, man? No, I was going to say, man, we got a, we got the first good fight weekend of the year coming up, man. So I'm, a, I'm first fight 2017, man. Let's, let's, let's get this money. Let's get this money. If you haven't seen Straight Outta Compton, you better watch it. Yeah, so I'm excited, man. What, what, what we got on here, man? For first it? thing I want to talk about is my man Felix Diaz right here. Talk about the spoiler. The Cuban fighter turned pro. The first public fight he really had was on for PBC. He fought. Lamont Peterson to a controversial loss. Then he was the spoiler who took a fight on like a two weeks notice and fought Sammy Vasquez. This was the the war veteran, yep. the American, you know, the American dream. Yep, that was a, that's the guy with the daughter with the autism. Uh, was, yeah. uh, he's the guy who's PTSD. Caleb Plant was the daughter who he's the daughter who had the one that had thing and passed away. Daughter autism is the pupil autism is Liam Smith. Sam Vasquez is the PTSD guy who does all the war stuff for vets. Okay. And he spoiled that one. 
Now, this is how you know politics exists in boxing, okay? Sammy Vasquez, we'll have him up in there. We got a section coming up that we're working on. Um, but he's he's got a couple bouts of there in recent bouts. Good guy. Does a lot for war vets. And he was supposed to fight Luis Colazzo, right? Mm-hmm. Felix Diaz took this fight on a couple weeks notice because Luis Colazzo couldn't do it. Came in and beat Vasquez. Now, when you get a name like Felix Diaz... And you get the call, and you're the headliner. You don't take that fight, all right. And and these are the results. Why? Because this is a guy who's got a gold medal, first one to bring gold medal to the Dominican Republic, and he beat Sam Vasquez in Brooklyn, I believe. Now Vasquez no, no, got that a, was in Alabama. Now Vasquez got a fight coming up as the headliner against Luis Colazzo. Correct. But Felix Diaz ain't got no fight. He ain't got nothing coming up. He beat this guy, and he now he's calling out Terrence Crawford, Bud Crawford. That's the fight he's pursuing. That's the fight he wants. Now, to me, there's things you don't do. You don't dis. You don't dis Eminem. You don't call out Triple G unless you're ready for that. And if you're black, you're never late to court. Especially, we discussed that in our very first episode. Very first episode. Talking about Adrian Boner. That's what I'm saying. Felix Diaz, you're a really good fighter. A really, really good fighter. Terrence Crawford is a great fighter. <sighs> Is a great fight. You just, it's, I understand it. I understand it because as a fighter, you want to take any and all coming to, just, just like Zach Cooper would say, it's like you want to fight. You know it's a business, but you, and you want to get your money. You yep. want to take on all challengers and all that. But at the same time, man, you don't have, you don't have the skill set. And more importantly, you don't have the resume to even fix your mouth out to say something like that to call out Terrence Crawford. Was that a, a a shot of him not being fluent in English? No, that was not a shot at all. That's a Good. that's a shot to keep him from. Now getting this is killed. my thing. Now, like Sergey Kovalev wanted that fight with Andre Ward, and he had that little smirk because he saw something, and he made that fight a tough fight for both of themselves. Yeah, and, and it showed that he had potential to win. Now Felix Diaz, there's Google Translate out there. Anything you could, anything you tweet in Spanish, I can find out what it says. Vice versa. If there's something or a reason why you think you can beat Terrence Crawford, let a little talk a little bit about it. Just a little bit. Let us know that you're for real and that you can do it. You got skills, but Terrence Crawford is on a next level. Like I'm still not convinced that. Don't throw rocks at the throne, as a late great philosopher <sighs> right. S. Dot Carter once said. Mm-hmm. Leave, leave right. it alone. Leave it alone, man. Don't not smoke yet. joints in your dad's car. <laughs> Bad idea. Same. The great late philosopher said that. I don't know who it was. It's probably an MC somewhere. But that's my kind of point. That's exactly what we're saying today. You know, and this is the sweet science. And that's what we're here to talk about. Terrence Crawford is, 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 is a top, top, top future Hall of Famer. Like, ugh. As long as he stays disciplined, like, he shouldn't have a problem to because he does have that, that kind of demeanor about now, him. Now, they was talking about Terrence Crawford and Pacquiao. And now there's rumor flying around about Pacquiao against... Uh, Jeff Hornacek, right? Jeff Horn. Jeff, who's Jeff Hornacek? So Jeff, so Jeff Horn. Ah, Phoenix Suns. I got you. <laughs> no, it's not Phoenix Suns. It's from Utah Jazz. He so, played on the Suns too. So <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. So Jeff Horn. So Jeff Horn, the Hornet. Um, this is one of the rumors. It's not totally confirmed yet, but everybody's been saying that. Who Jeff Horn is a cat who's sixteen and zero with eleven knockouts. Uh, the, you don't have nowhere near the pedigree. And the only reason I sat there and I was like, what makes anything like this feasible? Shout so, out to the guy who 
put out the first tweet or whatever to make this a conversation. So, um, what we got? Jeff got Horn, one Jeff notable Horn, win. Jeff Horn has a notable win over a guy named Randall Bailey. Randall Bailey's current record right now is forty-six and nine with thirty-nine knockouts. And then his last big win. It, it's not even his last big win. The thing about it his is, only name, yeah. well, the thing about it is, you gotta feel like you. It's kind of like where, where does Jeff Horn come from? So he beats this guy. He beats this guy, Randall Bailey, named Randall Bailey, he, and Randall Bailey fought Devin the Great Alexander, lost his title, which he lost in 2012. But what he's more known for was beating who? Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. So he beats this guy named Mike Jones, who was an up-and-coming prospect at that time. Ended he was he at that time he was 26 and 0 when he fought Randall Bailey. Randall Bailey was 42 and 7 at that time. So he knocks this guy out in the later rounds. I think it was like the 11th round, mm -hmm. and this was 2012 when he beat him. And you haven't heard from you haven't heard from Mike Jones since. Randall Bailey then was was being served basically for eating. Yeah. He was being served for eating because he was a former world champion, reputable name, known for his devastating knockout punches. Now, what's the last thing to go from a fighter ever? His punch. Yeah. His first thing to go is his legs. Yeah. Last, the fighter never loses his punch. They exactly. usually die before they lose their punch. And Mike Jones found that out. We're gonna get that KTFO up in there, and you'll see it in there. It's um so basically Jeff Horn comes from what's that three degrees of separation of him fighting anybody who's relevant. So say it ain't so, Pacquiao. I don't want to hear this. Like I heard this is gonna be just like Cotto. I heard this is gonna be his last year. Don't make it like this, man. Make it something that people want to see. But from what I've heard through the rumors is, if you are gonna make this fight happen. It better not be on pay per view, which I heard is which I heard is not, because you'll. I don't even know if I want to. I read something about Jeff Horn possibly being gay. I don't know if that's true or not, and that's not a joke at all. You anyways. messed up Jeff Hornacek for me really bad. Like I, I can't even say his name without thinking Jeff, Jeff Hornacek. Good. I'm glad to know I make that impression on you. Now there is other talks. Eddie Hearns has confirmed negotiations have begun for a possible Brook versus Pacquiao in 2017. All I'd say was 2017. Now, this should be the fight that Pacquiao makes, if anything, in 2017. So, the thing is, like with the Pacquiao, that's two rumors about two fights that we're not even sure is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, do you really want to continue down that road? Because for the simple fact that he's not giving us nothing of worthy to talk talk about, though. So, at least Mayweather went out on Andre Berto, a former world champion. It was a gimme fight, but still, if you're gonna go out, at least if you, if you go, how about you fight me? You'll get to keep more of the money, and you can still put it on free TV, and people will watch say, it. They'll they be like, "Who's this dude talking smack about Pacquiao?" They're gonna say Pacquiao versus Sonny Ill, just like we did Jeff Hornacek. Who? I'll be able to put a date on that album. Oh, that's for sure. God. Whatever the date of the fight, that's when the album's dropping, baby. Oh, that's for sure. God. Now, Deontay Wilder says he wants Joseph Parker next. How do you feel about that one? Because Deontay Wilder's got a fight coming back. Joseph Parker was really stiff when he fought. I think he'd killed Joseph Parker. But, you know, that's... I You know, as much but as I why love Why that rumors, one and not Anthony Joshua Klitschko winner? Easy win? No, I don't think it's easy, easy. Well, yeah, that is an easy win. If you fight Joseph Parker, I think that's an easy win. Versus and those guys? Versus Klitschko and Anthony. I think Anthony Joshua will probably give him the most problems, honestly, just because that's of the athleticism. Um, 
Anthony Joshua because they're it's not I don't think it's been one hundred percent confirmed, but there's supposed to be Louis Louis Ortiz who's supposed to take the winner of supposed that. Supposed to get too. the winner of that one. So I mean that could be longer, why he the says longer, that as well. The longer he waits, the more money he gets for that fight. You That's know, true. so well I think because also the, those uh, that being the mandatory, it's better to go for that belt instead of just sitting back waiting. Exactly for all that to get done. Exactly. You know, just, then, just to get a shot. And then people like me and you and the rest of the media is going to sit there. And because if he takes anybody less formidable, you're going to be like, who are you fighting? You but Why? You're fighting, yeah, he, you're fighting he, a whole he, bunch he, of tomato cans. So we can't yeah. have that. So if he's lobbying for that, I respect you. Go ahead. Take that belt, man, because I know you can't champ. Hey, they put you back in that in, in the driver's seat, which you pretty much already in is with the with with the WBC belt. Now there. OK, good. Now, there was talks about Anthony Joshua and some PED stuff, but it looks like he's been cleared of it. I was going to talk some smack about it, but we'll save that for later. Speaking of uh, talking smack, um, I just put up an article last night about Andre Ward's retirement. And it goes up just kind of like the thing that we touched on. It was a... Uh, it just goes into detail. I can't get into it for you because I can't, um, as uh, Stephen A. Smith would say, I can't articulate the way that they did. But if you want to go on uh, Facebook.com forward slash square circle 101, it's the last thing that I put up. But either way, you're going to going to talk about Andre Ward and his uh, battle with trying to retire. And say it ain't so, man. Say it ain't so. But We talked about that with Zach Cooper in the interview, too. And he had a really good point. And a good idea on how Andre Ward should handle it, and I think that's probably the best way to handle it. But retirement is not; it nah. shouldn't be discussed, bro. You can't nah. you can't have a four like a four year layoff, one big fight, and then oh, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I got my Jordan sponsorship. Hey, they're gonna move on to the next one. Yeah. You could be the only fighter sponsored by Jordan, but that cash cow will end with them. Real fast, bud. And I don't think you've made a big enough impact in boxing to 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 continue a legacy going on. Yeah. Now, let's go into the fights coming up this weekend. 2017. The first one is Anthony Durrell versus Question Mark. What's his name? Norbit? <laughs> How are you doing? I think that's who he's fighting. Norbit, right? Eddie Murphy's character? No, he's... <laughs> I hate you. No, he's fighting a guy named Norbert. Norbert. I said that, Norbert. Yeah. Whatever. Norbert Nemesapati. I Nemesapati. I feel like you're I, I trying to whatever. Are you trying to put know. some voodoo on somebody? Is that like part of your, like, your magic spell words? No, or I'm not. No, I'm not. Um honestly this guy does not have he's twenty four and four. His record's not bad, but it's not nothing to Yeah, he takes good pictures, that's about it. Now, this is a guy that when I was a kid my dad would call Joe Ish the Ragman. Because that's pretty much what he is. And yeah, you know, it, there's one thing I've noticed in boxing, especially with up-and-comers, when you see local fights, you see some guys in there. When you notice anybody wearing the same trunks as a guy from a previous fight, they might have found that guy in the crowd. Now, this is a guy who's got a record. There's a throwing in there with Anthony Durrell, a former world champion, but he needs to tune up fight because he's been doing a lot lately for Flint, Michigan, and all that stuff. Yeah, Anthony see, Durrell. We Anthony, need to see Durrell like Anthony Durrell hasn't fought since uh, April of last year, too. So if you don't know Anthony Durrell, his uh, his only his lone loss was to Badu Jack, is the current uh, champion mm -hmm. who's fighting this weekend, also coming up. Uh, but he fought uh, this guy named Sakio Bika now. Twice. So Anthony Durrell is a twin brother of Andre Durrell. So oh, so you know you got the two sets of twins. Are they don't twins? Yeah, they're twins. Huh. Like, yeah, oh, they're so. like Ghostface Raekwon twins. 
kind of look alike, but not really. Like, you know, like brothers, like the way black people mean it, but, you know, because I think it's more meaningful that way. Is that right, Derek Zoolander? That's right. That's that... right. My <laughs> no. eulogy. Yeah, so uh, you Googleize her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You Googleize her. So, uh, um, wow. so not to get them uh, confused with uh, Charlo brothers, though, so, like, they both fit two ah, sets no. of twins. So uh, you got Anthony Durrell fighting this weekend, so I'm really excited to see, you know, just because Who's your favorite card. of the Durrells? Honestly, they're they're both equal to me. Honestly, okay. they they haven't separated them. They're twins. They fight the same exact style, and they're both no, winners. They, they haven't done nothing to really separate themselves. They from have different styles, but I think Andre Durrell is the better of the two. Who's just not active enough. Only fighter to get out of an Al Heyman contract and then re-sign with him. Weird how that works. Thought you could do it by yourself, huh? Mm, something about money talks. And Eris Landy Lara has a fight also. Versus Yuri Foreman. Who? Yuri now, Foreman. Yuri Foreman has one real notable fight, and that's against Miguel Cotto, which was a good fight. And this is a fight where he stood and fought a guy he shouldn't stand and fight when you got a pure boxing style. This should be an easy fight for Eris Landy Laura. Yeah. Uh, when, was last, when was the last time Yuri Foreman fought? So the last time Yuri Foreman fought, as I'd always tell you, make sure it's over was a guy named jason davis which he fought uh last june mm -hmm. and uh it was a tko okay so but he was he was a, i'm not going to say he's a nobody but this guy was only he had 13 11 records so so he didn't fight in 2014 at all in 2015 he had one fight one fight 2016 not active enough this is a guy they pulled out of the books like uh when it like when apollo creed fought rocky Hey, let's just find somebody. Let's find somebody from there to fight. Oh, that's a great name, the Italian Stallion. Yuri Foreman. That's a great name, a world champion. Not, not former a, world champion. Not a huge. I mean, well, you can't really. I mean, his claim to fame was fighting Miguel Cotto. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is, this guy is thirty-four and two, only ten knockouts. But he is a boxer, though. But the only problem with that is he's in. He's in it with a boxer who can outbox more times than not. Not anybody. So, uh, Eris Landy Lara, I honestly think this is going to be a shutout. What do you think Eris Landy Lara should do? Should he say at 154 or go to 160? 160. I think you should go to 160 because 154, he's, you've already fought Canelo. You didn't get you didn't get nowhere there. You ain't going to get I that think, fight again. And he's going to 160 eventually. If you want it again, you need to make if, some noise. I think if he goes to, I think if he goes to 160... If he goes to 160, I think more people will be open to fighting him mm -hmm. at that higher weight class because you know people Big. going up, they'll take the ch they'll take the chance on him. It's on the smaller guy. Now, next up is, I think possibly the second best fight of the weekend, um, Jose Pedraza and Gervonta Davis. Gervonta Tank Davis, a guy from the Money Team. He is honestly one of the only up and comers from the Money Team that I actually like and I could put stock in. Javante uh, Davis. He's still man. wet behind the ears, but he's, he, he's young. Solid. 16 wins, 15 knockouts. The one guy who went the distance with him is a guy who had a record of like 50 something wins and 40 losses. So he's a, a well tested vet. Yeah, so that, and that's the only reason why that's the only reason why he's not a hundred percent on his knockout ratio because the dude he fought had ninety career ninety plus career total fights, so he know he wow. knew how to survive. But uh, Jose Leather. Pedraza, 
Jose Pedraza is no slouch either though. This guy is twenty two and zero, only twelve knockouts. Um, he doesn't have a doesn't have an incredible uh, record. Uh, he fought a guy named Edner Edner Cherry, who was thirty four and six at the time. Another guy named Andre uh, Andre uh, Klimov, mm -hmm. Klimov, and uh, Stephen Smith. Good so, win over Tevin so. Farmer. Good, Steven good Smith, that was Tevin an upset Smarter. right there. That was the one where Steven Smith was supposed to get the win. Mm -hmm. But uh, at the same time, Jose Pedraza is going to have to do a lot. Spoiler. To, he's going to he's gonna have to stay outside and box him because Javante Davis is one of those relentless guys, which is a fan-friendly fighter, too. Mm -hmm. you, you're you never going to be not entertained watching mm -hmm. this fight. He kind of reminds me of a more raw, not as polished uh, Earl the Truth. What's Jose Pedraza's uh, uh, record? 22-0. Twenty-two and up. So somebody's O it's got gotta to go. go. So those are always great because you know that's the start of the end when you start to when you take that first L. Now Petraza being a little bit more of a vet, I guess over over uh, Devontae Davis, I think I think he's gonna box this kid. I think uh, I think Javante Davis applies too much pressure, and he stays on the inside in those hooks and those mm -hmm. uppercuts. I don't think he can. I don't think Jose Pedraza has enough power to keep him off him. I think Javante Davis is going to walk through all of his punches. So okay, okay, well we'll, we'll I, see. We'll I'm, see about I'm that thinking, one. I think in Jose Pedraza's first loss is going to be getting knocked out by Javante Davis. By Javante Davis, man. We yeah. will find out. We hope you tune in, and we'll see who right, who's wrong on this one. Not that big of a deal. These are still up-and-comers. But the next one is James DeGale versus Badu Jack, the Tekken character. So, yeah. So, Badu Jack is another one of the money team uh, fighters. So, I saw him fight live. He's a good, slick fighter. He used to yeah. be Swedish till he moved to America. Now he's just black. <laughs> versus James DeGale, the only fighter from the UK to have a gold, gold medal, medal and world champion at the same time. You know what's really funny? James DeGaulle has power. Bro, like he's he has legit. He has sneaky power. He's so legit. James DeGaulle, uh, 23 and 1 with 14 knockouts. He's in Badu Jack is uh, 20 and 20 wins, 12 knockouts with one with one K with one loss. So his one loss he got. He got KTFO'd his one loss. Yeah, by a guy named Derek Edwards. Mm -hmm. uh, but the thing is, his George actually Groves beat him. Uh, George, George Groves fought James DeGale twice. So the, they hate each other. One of the guys. guys that we were just talking about who's fighting Anthony Durrell, he beat him in a majority, de majority decision. He went a draw, majority draw uh, against Lucian Butte. Which is a good fight. Yeah, which is a good fight. So like he, his resume speaks a little bit louder than James DeGaulle. Mm -hmm. But at the same time... James DeGaulle James got DeGaulle, that one win over Andre Durrell that changes everything to me. So... Andre, yeah, that change that changes everything uh, for me. So we're in the same boat with that. In, in as far as him do it, he, he reminds me of uh, what's the guy who just uh, fought Triple G, the other Kel UK Brooke. fight, Kell Brook. Is that racist a, or because no, they're both from the UK? No, both from the UK. No, they do look just, alike. No, they do look alike, okay, but so at the same racist. time, the fight for the fighting style, because it's like Kell Brook. You always knew he had some power, but it wasn't until too. yeah, but he didn't. Uh, you didn't really showcase that as much as I didn't talk until I saw him do the Triple G mm -hmm. fight and I saw him go in there and tough it out. So that makes a really interesting fight, to be completely honest with you. Just like I said with... Uh, this is a fight where I see the first mistake will change the entire fight. This is, I think open, James DeGale is going to knock him out, bro. Uh, you know what? I can't say that you're wrong, and I don't see it not happening. I'm going to so, play that back a lot. I'm going to get Roddy to take that. My man, Firstborn. 
take that part where he just says, I can't say that you're wrong. I mean, we're just gonna, I'm going to make it a ringtone. you got to make that a ringtone. I'm going to make it a ringtone. Just, just to hear it. So every time you try to disagree with me, I'm just going to play it. And say, what'd you say again? I can't say that you'd be wrong. My man. My oh, man. I didn't go with that. It's, uh, and besides, besides Javante Davis, the money team has not produced solid enough fighters like top to bottom to where it's like their their training camps look like they have the best of the best, but for some reason they just I feel when like it comes to that stage. I don't. I, I feel don't like know. Mayweather knows who he is, right? He's the undefeated fighter, but I feel like the fighters don't understand that. No, I think the fighters feel that they're undefeated too, since they're in the same. Or, or they feel they have to be right. I don't think Mayweather expects that from them. I feel like he knows that not everybody can be undefeated like him. And that I need you to win. If you get a loss, we can get you back. But, but it has to be worthy of you getting back to it. That's so. right. But dude, Jack, after his loss, you saw he didn't give up on him. He got him a title shot. He got him a title. But dude, Jack got himself a title. Now, this is a unification, which we need more of. Thanks for agreeing with me. Yeah. That we need more of. And I see James DeGale taking that belt home. I can go I go that way also, too. James De, uh, James DeGale. I'm... I'm not gonna say I'm a fan of him, but like his his style of boxing, I just trust more than I just watching him fight. I trust him a lot more than I trust Badu Jack. Hopefully, I'm wrong because I always like to see some, especially when it's fighters that I don't have a full heart for. Mm-hmm. I always want to see something outside the norm, man. I it, like gotcha. it doesn't, it doesn't. You're you're gonna see more. I have a feeling like if Badu Jack loses, you'll see a lot less of him than mm-hmm. you would James DeGaulle if he lost. Now, I have a question that's not here on the list here. We pretty much agree on that one, who's going to win. Now, what do you think this is bad or good for hip-hop or boxing? Chris Brown versus Soldier Boy. You know what? I was honestly glad I forgot about that until you brought it up. Only because I know you forgot about it. I have to bring it up. I didn't want to talk about it, but the look on your face. Uh, That's how you know it's great pods when I say that the look on your face. But that makes it worth it for me. Because I need an so, answer. Was this is this worse for hip hop or worse for boxing? First of all, hip hop's already in a bad shape, so it's it that's only going to boost it actually, because it actually would actually give like boost it on its way to hell or heaven. Right? Uh, better because it'll give you something to talk about. It's, it's like because everything else hip hop is that much garbage. It is that much garbage. It's as a fan of boxing, you know, I'm a fan of pure boxers, so it's going to suck for me watching it. And it's also going to suck for a lot of boxing fans and artists just for a simple fact that... Because we're going to watch it. Because we're going to watch it. And then somebody, I'm not saying us, is going to have to pay for it. Ah, so, uh, it ain't going to be me. Yeah, well, it ain't going to be you. Well, the thing about it is what Floyd Mayweather said, he said it's not going to... This morning, he said if that fight does happen, it's not going to be in Abu Dhabi. He said it's going to be in Cali or it's going to be in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I'm really upset that we have to discuss this. And then, you know, if we have to, if it... I'm not going to do it until it actually becomes, but if you guys have seen any of the memes and then the videos of Soldier Boy working out, I don't even have to see what Chris Brown's doing, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's from my home oh, state. Oh, because he's already got a fighting record with no, one win. You're an ass. You know, you, 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 <laughs> I got you to cuss. That's what I'm talking about. You, yeah, you, you, <laughs> if you look, didn't get the joke, I'm talking about Rihanna. He's, <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't get so, the joke. So, he, uh, I'm gonna give Chris Brown the head nod just because he's from my hometown, my home state VA. of VA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just looking at Soldier Boy's uncourt, uncoordinated self. But you know what though? The thing is, if you don't train, everybody looks uncoordinated and terrible. So we're just gonna see who. I just want to see how it goes past one round. 
And to see what happens when they really get gassed and tired. I had a line in a song. It was, uh, I approached the game wrong, thinking skills should, should I, I approached the game wrong, thinking skills could advance when I should have kept it whack and just made up a dance. <laughs> and I'm talking about Soldier Boy that way. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one of these things. If there's already a rapper at one point named Soldier Boy, you can't use the name. Now, it's a dude nobody probably heard of unless you're a Bone Thugs fan. There was a Soldier Boy from Mo, Th- Mo Thugs. Because of that, you can't take the name. It's gone. I thought you was talking about Soldier Slim from uh, no. no Limit. There was an actual him. Soldier Boy. He just spells it a little bit different. Okay. Not too much. Whatever. Every, the man's sunglasses, he wrote Soldier Boy on it in white out. That's horrible. This dude should not even be an artist. He's, he's, he, I think he's going to be on like that this show with Charlie This isn't real. This I don't believe, I'm not believing in this. If this fight happens, I'm going to be so mad at hip hop and boxing. And I'm going to get mad at everybody and who's I'll be yelling at and everybody. this. And I'll be yelling at everybody while I'm watching it with but them. But I'll be front row watching it. That's right. I, I can't turn away. As, Mary, you, we both, we, you both, we both came into work, right. and then I, the first thing I brought up was like, do we have to discuss this? We have to because there's a reason, and I'm going to tell you right now why boxing is the greatest sport in the world. Because in four corners, if you have a game of street hockey, a game of hoops, some, some baseball, or some football, and a fight breaks out in the center... Where is everybody going? It don't even have to break out in the center. It just got to break out and you're going to go to there. Everybody's watching the fight because it's the sweet science. It's a little shorter episode today just because of the interview. We hope you enjoyed it with Zach Cooper, my man. I can't wait to have you on the show and hang with us. And then be able to get a full hour too. Yeah, because you're a fan of the sport. Give you a heads up now. We're going to make sure you don't have a fight coming up because we have certain procedures and routines we have to follow when we watch this show. Yeah, <laughs> yep. We and sure it's do. a show. That's the show. I hope you love it. The Sweet Science Squared Circle 101. If you want to hit us up, facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. Hit us up on Twitter at Talking Smack 101 or on Gmail at Squared Circle 101. Show some love to my man who supports us at IAMRCF.com. And those fights, if you're in Western Washington, they're going to be at the Emerald Queen. We gonna be there. You'll see us. It'll be the good looking dude with the better looking dude and the, probably the crowd around us because that's how we roll. We know how we do it. You know how we do it. Give me something. Make me feel good. Let them feel good as we go. Alright, pushing through the challenges is what makes you grow. So remember that and take heed to that whenever you're doing something new and you get stuck in anywhere. Especially if you're a 16 year old boy. Hope it motivates you. That's the words we want to live by. The quotes we go by, it makes us feel good doing it. We hope it makes you feel good doing it. And tell your friends, download the app, spread the love. Because bear witness now as we talk our way to the top. This is your power hour of pure entertainment from the Partners in Grive. What's that Snapchat one more time? Snapchat is Shooter, S-H-O-O-T-A, underscore S-C-101. So we always uh, give you some updates. We'll be seeing the fights, the fighters, and you also see just our daily routine and how we uh, how we get down to business. Because we get down. Hope y'all hear us. We'll see y'all next week.